we are our greatest investment. And the more that you can think about that, I can feel the hairs on my arms standing up as I'm saying it because I believe it. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode of Mindset Monday, we're back with property and life coach Jill McIntyre. We're diving into the topics of leadership, how important it is to take control of your own life through leadership, it is okay to look after yourself first before taking care of others, having goals and working towards them and much, much more. In this new episode, we're talking about the topic of leadership and what it really means. McIntyre shares a story about one of her clients that relates to the various components of leadership. I think it's very important when I put the question out, um, say to an individual and say, do you feel you're a leader? Quite often, I can feel the body language pulling back, um, coming back and saying, "Mm, I don't like that. And... Leadership doesn't mean to have to um, be, you've got to be Prime Minister of Australia, for example. But leadership has to, is very important as you as an individual. Some people are followers, some people are leaders. But at the same stage, it doesn't matter which category you fit into, you've got to move forward as a leader within your own life and yourself. One of the first steps is to realize that you can control your own destiny and it is up to you to decide where you want to go. The other thing is too, it's about creating your own destiny. And you and I talk um, in between these recordings, of course, and we talk about business and we talk about growth and we talk about personal uh, levels and all different things that we do. Every one of us has, you will often see um, mindset people say go and do a a vision board and put all the photos of what you want to create and life type thing. And all you're doing there in my mind is that you are painting a picture for your subconscious to tell your, your conscious mind to tell your subconscious mind that this is actually happening in your life. If we can turn around a situation and think, I've got to really, I want to move forward in life. I want to get out of my comfort zone that we've spoken about in previous podcasts. I want to really step up and create uh, something that I'm proud of. I want to leave a legacy, say, for my children uh, or my grandchildren. I want to start to do things differently because I'm not feeling at the moment that I'm getting the best out of what I could out of the life that I'm leading. And so everything that we have to do or, or do, it's about creating a new avenue of growth that is going to create a different outcome, which is our destiny. And this all starts with planning. It all starts on giving yourself permission to go there. But every one of us, and a lot of you probably haven't thought about this, every one of us have leadership qualities within us. 
Every one of us are a leader in our own life. We are the captain of our own ship. But how often do we feel as if we're a ship without a rudder? It can happen too often at times. And so what do we do when we feel like a ship without a rudder? And we all know what it feels like. I'm sure you do too. Some people may like to work alone, but it never hurts to have someone who is able to support you along your journey. And a lot of it could be, who do we need to bring into our life to make it happen? Because if we're used to working as a lone soldier, as I call it, a person who tries to do everything themselves and um, say if you're struggling with self-esteem, you can't get out of your own way. You need support. We all need support, regardless of whether it's self-esteem, property, business, um, mindset, accountability. We need other people in our life to help and support us move forward with what we're doing. Accountability is a huge one. We find out about how McIntyre defines the term leadership and what can happen if you try to take on too much responsibility. Well, I think leadership is, to me, when when I'm saying, are you a ship without a rudder? And that's a good example with where you're going. We need to be in charge of our own life. I don't mean to be cocky or I don't mean to be ego-driven, but we have to have a plan and that gives us clarity and focus to move forward every day. If we don't have a plan and take leadership responsibility of who we are, we are just on the continuous treadmill. McIntyre delves further on how important it is to have a plan in place, not only for yourself, but to be able to lead other people around you. We need a plan, but it's about you moving forward with it. Having a plan, we need a plan for everything with what we're doing in growth. We need to have a roadmap. We need to have what are the steps going that we're going to take. Now, quite often, a lot of these steps in leadership and moving out of our comfort zone and moving beyond that, a lot of these steps, we won't know what they are until we actually start to put our toe in the water. And then, right, yes, I've met someone else and they're going to help and contribute with that growth or things are going to come in. It's funny, as we take on a growth thinking, open for business as I call it, not closed for business and being shut down, once we take on an open for business type of thinking, outside entities come into our life that help and support us. It's those outside life I hear time and time again, and I know with myself, and probably you're the same, you'll be thinking about something, and then automatically you'll be introduced to someone that will come up and say, yes, this is what I do. I'm an expert in whatever, or my field of skill set is such and such. And all of a sudden, that person is there put in front of you to help and support you and it was done unconsciously and they come from a totally different area into your life but they're going to be there that you can help and support each other with what you're doing in your growth. So people are presented to us, situations are presented to us on a very regular basis. But if we if we are close to business, we don't see opportunities that are there. 
Another way to put being open for business would be to say that you need to be open-minded to all circumstances. There's a, a hypnosis that I do of Chris Howard. He's a mindset guru and American guy and I just love it. And he's saying very much on leadership is that we work with and through other people as a true leader. And as a leader, for me as a coach, to get every every session that I have with a client or communication I have with a client is to have a brainstorming thinking of, yep, now let's just explore this. What can happen here? And say with one of my clients yesterday that I've had for a couple of years and we were looking at him making some quick, short, chunk money deals coming in and or I brought up that idea of it because he was thinking of, of longer scheme things with the NDIS plan. And I said, right, now, what about we start to be thinking about buy Renault subdivide cell? Let's focus on an area where you are here in Perth. Um, let's focus on an area where you are, and as you know, the market and Perth is, is heavy going. And all of a sudden, with our brainstorming, the whole conversation turned round to, yes, I know that area, but what about this area? And we went through in a very short space of time, three suburbs in a very short space of time, of which one of them was a real boomer. The days on the market went with 89 days with number one and two suburbs down to 59 days with number three in a Perth market. And all of the other boxes ticked up, ticked up with it through. So I finished that session and he's got some work to do. But as a leader, according to Chris Howard, and this is what I was doing yesterday, I was working with and through me and sharing my brainstorming know-how with this client that he then took it on board to be able to take ownership and run with it. You need to take ownership over your own life and realize that it's important to give to others but you still need to take care of yourself as well. Stop and think that as I'm doing this, people are doing it for me too. So it's like a ripple effect that comes in but it starts with us taking responsibility for who we are. There's so many people that give to everyone else around them. They give and give and give and wonder why they run out of petrol themselves. Well, they need to take on that my thinking is that we have to stop and at some stage or other, we have to pull back and if we can't, we can only run for a certain period giving out to other people if we don't top ourselves up. And there's got to be a point in our life where we've got to pull back and say, I've got to take charge here. I've got to take, to take responsibility here of what I am doing in my life. Because what we're doing, a lot of people who are giving to other people, they're helping other people because it's easier to help other people rather than face what they've got to do in their own life. Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into leadership. If you are a leader, you've got to bring the focus back into you, not with ego, but with integrity. 
you've got to bring the focus back onto you because quite often we want to look after everyone else because we don't want to go near us. Why you need to take care of yourself first and foremost? And it's not selfish at all. It is really defining the purpose of why I'm going to spend time doing something. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shump and you're listening to Mindset Monday on Property Investory. Building up your own confidence and self-esteem can have a large impact on your leadership ability. I've gone through another um, podcast about the fear stats and so much of what we fear is 40% in the future and 30% in the past of of what makes up 70% of what we fear are future or past events that keep on coming in that are going to affect us now. So if we can say, I'm living in the now, and moving forward and start to drip feed once again, drip feed ourselves that yes, I have a right to be here. Yes, I've got a message. And as you delve further, because we're talking about starting at the grassroots here, and a lot of um, people in that category would certainly not be best friends with confidence or self-esteem or self-worth. And it's about, yes, that's my birthright. It's my birthright to be a woman of substance, for example. Did I feel that 20 years ago, Tyrone? Absolutely not. I was out the door the other way. So little by little, this is all happening between our ears. And it starts with leadership. You as a leader... You are in charge of your own destiny. But start with what you want because when we get ourselves on track, it is far-reaching of how we can go around and help other people. We find out more about becoming a leader within yourself and within your own life and McIntyre's advice on how to get started. If you are a leader, you've got to bring the focus back into you, not with ego but with integrity. You've got to bring the focus back onto you because quite often we want to look after everyone else because we don't want to go near us because we'll find some peeling of the onion there that we're not going to really want to go to. And there's going to be lots of little cracks in the system that we don't really want to go there. So it takes courage for us to go there. It takes courage for us to stop and think, I am worthy. And what we've got to do as a leader, just start to think, I am worthy of more time to come back into me. When we stop and think that we are our greatest investment, what do you think I'd mean by that saying, Tom? That's a challenging one for me to answer. (laughs) Because we, we, at the end of the day, if you don't look after yourself, firstly, there's no way that you can look after other people. So work on yourself first. We are our greatest investment. And the more that you can think about that, I can feel the hairs on my arm standing up as I'm saying it because I believe it. If we don't, if we're not familiar with thinking of ourselves as our greatest investment, we would be working harder with our ego trying to kick in to say, who do you think you are? You're not worthy of anything. 
So overriding that ego conversation in our head and saying, this is my birthright. This is who I am. If you don't believe it, watch this space. And you get into mindset. You get into property, even listening to podcasts. Because a lot of this could come not directly from mindset initially, but you listening to podcasts and you being a sponge for all of the information that is coming out of a podcast. And then you writing it down and setting a plan in, yes, I think I could have a go at that. And setting it in motion. And then bit by bit by bit, although it's property focused, you're gaining confidence. You're gaining know-how. You're gaining the ability to get out of your comfort zone to go out and approach other people, say at meetup groups. Because if you're not thinking that you are in charge of what you're doing, you will go to a meetup group and there'll be a room full of people there and you won't even communicate with other people there other than saying hello and then walking to the toilet and you know, feeling I don't feel comfortable, I'll come back in five minutes and that person mightn't talk to me. Or even to talk about things to start off with, they will. it'll be a shallow conversation. But if I go up to someone and say, yep, you're here, you're obviously um, wanting to do property or you're in property, yep, what are you specifically here for tonight? Do you think that gets a conversation started? In order to have any type of control of where you are heading on your property journey, you need to think ahead of where you want the outcome to be. I've shared with you an earlier podcast that for a long time and I even do it now when I'm going to a workshop and even presenting or if I'm going to a meetup group to be part of the group, I would ask myself before, what's in it for me? Why am I going to that meetup group? Am I going for the uh, pretty crummy coffee and the um, nice biscuits or am I going for a specific purpose? Now, if I could identify what I'm going for and the outcome that I'm looking to gain from that um, attendance, do you think it sets me in the right mindset and pace for okay, I'm looking for uh, a buddy to work with? Do you think it starts to be putting questions in my mind of this is why I'm going, this is the outcome, and then we've got to get out of our comfort zone to start a conversation on, yes, this is what I'm looking for. But if we don't have that thought in our mind that we can do it, is it going to happen? McIntyre reiterates how taking control over your life and thinking about the benefits you get out of certain situations isn't selfish but individual leadership. I started just thinking of um, what's in it for me and all I could hear was my mother who died many years ago of course. Uh, All I could hear was my mother scolding me from upstairs (laughs) and uh, you know, you're a naughty girl, you shouldn't be um, thinking about what's in it for me, that's selfish. And I had to get over that little speed hump, of course. And it's not selfish at all. It is really defining the purpose of why I'm going to spend time doing something. And do I value my time by thinking like that? Am I getting a good bang from the bucks if I can come home and say, I've met one person that I could really connect 
And then what's my action plan there? I'm going to email them that, that, you know, they mightn't respond, so I might then give them a call a few days later. I've got to follow through with an action plan. And so is it about opening me up to think about my moving forward situation that creates an outcome that then, gee, how good this feels. And the funny thing is, although we've got to be out of our comfort zone to be doing this and we're not feeling comfortable about getting into a conversation maybe with someone or asking um, or trying to seek a money partner out a um, a meet-up group, when you come home, yeah, you might have had some yeah, half good conversations, but that's a lot further than where you were than before you went. And stop to think it's only a little bit, but next time it'll be better. And the time after that will be better than that. And keep on moving forward with, I'm on the way. How good does this feel? And you're taking a leadership role within your own life. She has shared with us some of her expert knowledge on the concept of leadership, but now she provides us with some advice on how we can apply this into our own lives. Maybe a lot of people will shy away from that if they were on a piece of paper putting themselves. If I'm, say, there's a couple of times a year, um, and I've done this for a long time, a couple of times a year where I go back to base, where am I at at the moment and what's the growth around me? And the growth around me, yes, there's a business growth, obviously, property growth, um, my personal growth with my children, my grandchildren, things like that. But I start always with me in the middle. And I do it in my journal. I have a photo of me in the middle that I cut out or I do a stick figure of me and believe me, my drawing's pretty ordinary. Stick figure of me in the middle and I put my name there. From that, I just start to do filtered little bits out of where, say, my growth, my business by next six months will be of growth for me. And a lot of it would even come in of my health, my well-being. What do I need to do? How do I need to kickstart that? Because I do a lot of time in my day is sitting on the bottom, not doing exercise, with a client, which I'm absolutely passionate about, but it's not helping the body and helping the my joints and helping everything else. So I really, I'm not an um, exercise freak at all. I'd be the furthest from it. So I've really got to put a plan of attack in to my day to actually go out and do something. And I know it sounds funny, but this morning at um, 6.30, I was doing the vacuuming with the headset on and singing and dancing to Robbie Williams at the Palladium. (laughs) And it sounds crazy, but that's what you've got to do. For me, I've got to create a plan for something that I'm not really excited about to go and do something, but then I've got to continually commit for something that doesn't come naturally to me. There are actions that need to be taken throughout your life that you may struggle to find the motivation to complete, which is why it's helpful to have someone who will hold you accountable. I've got a a good mate um, that I've known for years and she is uh, these days involved in property too. And 
We would have a convocation five out of seven mornings a week, usually around about 8.30 um, in the morning. And yes, we miss some days. No, we don't. Other days, some days the conversation might go for 10 minutes. Some days it might go for two minutes. But it's always on how are you, where are you, what are you doing, what, what are you doing today, what's your growth plan. Now, other people would say, I haven't got time in the day to be doing that. You could do it with a text with someone at 6 o'clock in the morning. If you know that they're up, yep, are you on track today? And give yourself a gauge. I always like the gauge bit, 1 to 10, 1 being the lowest and 10 being the highest. Where are you in the um, leadership growth stakes today? Are you feeling motivated? Are you feeling that you're on track? Do you feel focused? If you start scoring yourself, you'll get a pretty honest answer here if you are honest with yourself. We're not talking about delusion. We're talking about honesty. And the more that you can do, say if you got a, a three this morning, that's where I am this morning, but that's where I am right now, automatically my mind would go in, well, what am I going to do about it? What's the solution? Instead of, yes, I'm a three, it's hard work, I need to go and have a shower, I need to get some food into me or a coffee into me. That's the problem. You're just feeding the problem. What am I going to do about it to get me out of that state? And then create, yes, this is what I could do. I could listen to something motivational. I can get out and I can go and do some dancing with Robbie Williams, for example. It raises the bar of my adrenaline when I'm moving with the headset on regardless of what else I'm doing. But we've got to physically do something within our mind about taking action. That action is roll your sleeves up, not read a book, because that's education. It's physically getting out and doing. If you're going to go and look for property, You'll get onto realestate.com, and a lot of people will get onto realestate.com, as we all do. It's a fabulous tool. But what are you going to do then? Are you going to start focusing in one area? Are you going to be an area expert? Are you going to front up at a number of different uh, open homes on Saturday to start building relationships with agents? Are you going to be looking at comparables? What is a site worth on a 400-square-metre block unrenovated? What's work on the same size block renovated? Who are the people who are going to be buying? What's the days on the market? What's your plan of attack to move forward? Is that leadership? I think it is. Thank you to property and life coach Jill McIntyre on this episode of Mindset Monday on Property Investory. If you'd like to buy her upcoming book called Coffees with Jill, simply SMS your email and name to 0499 88 40 to register your interest.